welcome to Global, a podcast from the International Republican Institute. I'm your host, Sam Johannes. In this series of Global, we've been meeting democracy first responders, the politicians, activists, government officials, and everyday citizens who are working to respond to the COVID-19 crisis successfully and protect their country's democratic institutions at the same time. Today, we're taking you to Kosovo. Since the outbreak of COVID-19, the Kosovar government has struggled to meet the challenges of the pandemic, mismanaging both the country's political and medical response. Ultimately, the government dissolved and a nationwide political crisis ensued. But in the midst of these crises, young people in Kosovo have stepped up. Enter our guest for today, Donjet Bislimi. Donjet is a physician whose work has literally put him at the front lines of the COVID-19 crisis. But in addition to that, Donjet is a young political leader committed to democratic governance in Kosovo. He's the president of the Democratic Party of Kosovo's youth wing. But before that, at the ripe old age of 23, Donjet was elected to the Municipal Assembly of Mitrovica in 2017. And since then, he's been a champion for young people throughout Kosovo, helping the country's next generation of democratic leaders. I spoke with Donjet about his experience as a physician on the front lines of a public health crisis, the government's failure to manage the fallout of COVID-19, and his hopes for a more democratic future in Kosovo. Tonya, thank you very much for for joining us. Um, your story is is a particularly poignant one at this time. Uh, you're both uh, a physician at the front line of the the COVID crisis in uh, as it's playing out in Kosovo right now, and uh, and also uh, an, uh, an elected official uh, and and political party member who who has seen the government in Kosovo fall apart during the crisis. Could you, just for, for our audience who isn't really aware of the politics in Kosovo and the situation, could you talk a little bit about the background situation there right now? Thank you very much. I'm a volunteer here in, uh, in the border with uh, North Macedonia, Hania uh, Lezir. And uh, I see there uh, a lot of people uh, coming in Kosovo. We have to check them. We have to uh, make sure that they are uh, fine. And... Uh, uh, in this way, we uh, protect our, our country and our population from uh, uh, harming uh, and from other harming from this uh, coronavirus. Yes, I'm a political activist as well. As you know, I'm the president of the youth branch of PDK, uh, an opposition party right now here in Kosovo. And uh, we have a very interesting, complicated situ- political situation here in Kosovo, which if you ask me, uh, for my opinion, I would say that uh, it was totally unnecessary uh, for this time that we are going through, having in mind all the uh, epidemic uh, problems and crisis that we are going through here in Kosovo. Uh, but uh, uh, political problems here in Kosovo, and I think all in Balkans, uh, they come in the surface every time when uh, ev- when uh, some kind of crisis are in this, uh, in our uh, actuality, and as we said, our government uh, went down uh, for uh, different reasons. Uh, one of the reasons uh, was that uh, the actual prime minister uh, Albin Kurti uh, wouldn't accept uh, to go to negotiations with Serbia, uh, even though uh, very important officials from USA told us that we need uh, to go in the negotiations. It's for the best of our country, for the best of of our economy. 
and uh, one of uh, the main reasons that uh, the government is down now is uh, this. Uh, but uh, the incapacity of uh, uh, like uh, managing with the situation with coronavirus as well and other situations uh, that uh, when they all when we put all the situations together we have the result of a very bad uh, managing uh, political managing and health managing here in Kosovo and uh, the result is that the government needs to go down and it is down as a medical professional, what are you? What what do you guys need that you're not getting uh, in terms of support from the government or or you know functions like that? First of all, Sam, I need to inform you that uh, Kosovo is the country with the lowest rate of testing for coronavirus in the whole region, and that's a big issue. It's a big problem because uh, you can't fight something that you don't know that already there. Uh, for example, right now we are near 500, 500 uh, people who are who got infected from the coronavirus. Uh, but uh, there are a lot of cities in Kosovo that, ha- the, the, for example, my city, Mitrovica, don't have any uh, patient. And I don't think that's the right situation because uh, we have uh, lack of testing and the lack of testing uh, provides uh, provides us with no information for the real uh, situation uh, of the epidemic situation possible and that's the first issue that's the first thing and the most important thing that the government is not uh, managing uh, as they should with covid uh, still going on do you think that these elections will will be able to take place will we see a resolution to the political crisis it's a very interesting situation because the constitution isn't very clear about this. Uh, right now, Albin Kurt is the prime minister in duty, as uh, we hear in Kosovo. And uh, Kosovo has two options. First option is that pre- the president of the Kosovo sends the invitation letter to uh, the first uh, uh, party, uh, to the winning party here in Kosovo, and the winning party is the party of uh, Albin Kurti. And he sent that letter. He invited Albin Kurti to try to uh, reform a new government, uh, recreate a new government. And he isn't uh, uh, like he isn't answering because in this situation and in the situation of crisis, politicians know that politicians who are uh, in the positions, in the leading positions, in during the situations of crisis, uh, they got much uh, more points in the polls and so on and so on. And uh, the main goal of Albin Kurti is to uh, go to elections. And as I can uh, see the situation and as everybody can see the situation, I don't really agree that this is a perfect time to go to elections here in Kosovo because we are in the middle of an epidemic. So I think that the best option is to create a new government and uh, and to uh, maintain this government until the epidemic is gone and then to go to new elections. How have young people responded to to this sort of crisis of confidence in the in the ghost in the, the government right now? You know, what what are what are you seeing people your age doing? 
telling you the truth, Sam, I'm very proud uh, of everything the young people in Kosovo are doing. Uh, they are trying to help, and they are trying to help a lot in different uh, ways. Uh, like they put themselves uh, in the volunteers list. They don't uh, provide help only in the medical way, uh, but they they provide a lot of help in other ways as well. Uh, for example, putting to, together helps for uh, families in need. They go and visit them. They go and see what they really need. For example, uh, yesterday, me and my youth organization, we put together a lot of uh, medical equipment, and we send them to north of uh, Kosovo and to a city here in the middle of Kosovo, Malisheva. Ten days ago, we uh, sent a lot of uh, helps, uh, 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 food supplement, and uh, so on. And uh, it's not it's not only my organization that's doing this uh, kind of thing, uh, but a lot of young people here in Kosovo uh, that are involved in NGOs, pol- political parties. Uh, individuals, etc., etc. For example, I need to tell you a family in my city, only a family, they provided food for 500 families here in my city. Uh, that's why I'm very proud uh, for the young people here in Kosovo. That, that, is, uh, that is very encouraging to hear. Um, and I think, and, and you know, I'd, I'd be interested in your thoughts on this. I think part of it is, this is a legacy of the conference. This is a legacy of the conflict is you've had you have young people in Kosovo who have, because of the circumstances that they live through, have had to take on a serious leadership roles. And so this is kind of not a new, not a new phenomenon. Do, do you think that's that's accurate? I totally agree. Yes. Have you seen reports of, of sort of uh, uneven distribution of support along, you know, exacerbating ethnic tensions, that sort of thing uh, in, in Kosovo now as a result of the pandemic? I just mentioned that uh, yesterday we sent uh, uh, medical uh, equipment and and, uh, different uh, drugs in the north of Kosovo. Uh, In the north of Kosovo, there are uh, four municipalities uh, with uh, Serbian majority. And uh, uh, of course, we... Our main goal was to help uh, our people in the north of uh, Kosovo, uh, but not only Albanians. Uh, we sent to Bosnians, we sent to different nationalities as well. And uh, I think uh, that uh, in, this, in these times, we as uh, a young state, we know how to get together and to help everybody who feels uh, like a Kosovo uh, citizen here in Kosovo. And uh, I can see it every day in uh, every city that I go because I'm frequently visiting uh, different cities and different uh, um, municipalities. And I uh, that, uh, look, uh, the sickness and the, and the virus doesn't uh, recognize our uh, national belonging or our uh, faith or our religion or our race. It works in, in the same way for all of us. And we need to help everybody in the same way because it's, it's the common enemy. It's the coronavirus. Do you think that we're going to see this as a moment? We're going to look back, you know, 20 years from now and look at this as a moment when we realize that some of these divisions are very superficial and, and maybe a change in, in opinion, uh, a coming together. Do you think there's an opportunity here? I would love to, but uh, I have my doubts in, in the in the politics of both uh, both countries. Uh, they use uh, cold conflict 
between uh, two uh, states, two countries, uh, to achieve a lot of votes and a lot of, uh, uh, like, uh, even in Serbia, Alexander Vucic, and here in uh, Kosovo, uh, right now, Albin Kurti, they do the same. They talk all the time how they don't want to get an agreement, how they don't go to negotiations because there is a secret uh, agreement that has the roots in the United States. They want to they want to switch uh, territories and cetera, et cetera. And that's uh, the rhetoric that uh, Albin Kurti uses here in Kosovo. And he he gains a lot of a lot of support. And I'm very disappointed about that. If there's one thing that you want people who would listen to this in the United States to know about what you're doing, about your country, what message would that be? My message is always the same. We need to, to get together. We need to be unified as human beings uh, because uh, when we forget about uh, the things that uh, really matter in our lives, then comes a coronavirus and tells us, look, you will stay home with your mother, with your father, <laughs> with your family. So we need to remind ourselves before coronavirus does it. And we need to uh, put our hand of solidarity everywhere we go, because that's our mission in this life. Tonya, my friend, thank you so much for speaking with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Sam. Thanks very much to Donyat Bislimi for speaking with us from Kosovo. This episode concludes our Democracy First Responders series. We hope you've enjoyed it. It's been an honor to hear from the politicians, government officials, and activists from across the world who are proof of democracy's strength in times of crisis. Until next time, follow us at IRI Global on Twitter and subscribe to Global on Apple, uh, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, or however you get your podcasts. Until next time, I'm Sam Johannes, and thank you for listening to Global. Global.